words from the b-side it's your girl coach nita and i'm grateful again that you join me for another week and another recording that you chose to hang out with me don't forget to share this with a friend and if you aren't following me on social media do that in case you just stumbled across the podcast and get on the mailing list for all updates on all things pbc over at www purposefullybecoming.com without the e so this is a treat this episode is going to be a treat because actually i'm having on two really dope entrepreneurs one is a stylist and one is a she's getting ready to get certified in self-defense it's coming she has a online self-defense business where she sells different things that you can have access to if you need them for personal protection. She wants to teach safety and then collectively they have a online shoe boutique. But the bonus is that they are my best friends and I love getting together with them just to collaborate and to talk and we have really good conversations. So I was really excited to get them on to talk about balance and just being women and having families and being entrepreneurs and just how they manage all of that and sharing with you guys different ways that you can manage that effectively. Um, At one point I said, I don't believe in balance and you guys will hear me say that. And it's not that balance doesn't exist, but what I want you guys to understand in the midst of this conversation is that everything can't get all of you. So something is going to suffer. It's up to you to determine and prioritize what that thing is going to be. And it's important and significant to prioritize so that you can decide what needs to get your energy and what doesn't at specific times in your life. So don't hold it against me. Sometimes I just don't agree that balance exists because there's just no way to do everything you want to do effectively and efficiently. There just is no way. So anyway, that's just me. Someone else may tell you something different. That is just where I come from with it. And I can break down the whole logic if you get on my coaching calendar and sign up for a package. So anyway, this week's Ear to the Street segment, I just wanted to touch a little bit on the interview that Shaggy had on The Breakfast Club. And the reason I kind of want to get in something so heavy is because I think that we shy away from really hard, heavy conversations within communities of color. And I can only speak for communities of color because I am a woman of color. I grew up in a community of color and I know many people of color. Um, Even the people that I came in contact with, you know, like along the way in my life, um, we, we all have some type of story, some type of dysfunction. And for those of you who follow me, you know 
that I have a very dysfunctional story with my parents. So when he was talking about abuse and the different things that he suffered, you know, I connected to him deeply because I understand being able to see someone's humanness and seeing that someone has issues and seeing that someone lacks the resources to get help for the issues that they have. You know, we perpetuate abuse when we don't know how to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? Like even in the when in my earlier years before I became more seasoned and more aware and I really started wanting to process through the pains that I experienced or that, you know, I even wanted to coach so that I would understand how to help other people do it. I struggled with it myself. You know, all the things that my my parents did to me because they didn't get the help that they needed. That they didn't know where to go to get the help. That no one in their lives that they were close to told them to go and get the help. And it's unfortunate because my father died. And that is really when the rebirth of me began to happen because only in his death was I able to actually see like, yo, he was messed up and whatever he experienced in his life is why he's messed up. You know what I'm saying? And it's a hard thing to, to deal with and understand because the reality of the situation is this until you live a little, until you experience life a little, until you go through some things on your own that let you know how rough and tough life can be, you can't always see the humanness in someone else and what they suffer with. And so, you know, I was holding him accountable for some things. And you guys will probably hear me say it again in something else because it's real. Like it was a turning point for me to really say, okay, we have to heal. We have to really fix the things that are wrong with us so that we can actually be effective human beings that don't pass on all this dysfunction to our children. You know, because when our children are small, and this is real, when our children are small, they don't understand that you have issues. They don't understand why those issues affect them. They don't understand you know, when you're mean to them, when you hurt them, when you abuse them, when you turn your back on them, they don't understand that because when they look at you, they see a person who's supposed to love them and take care of them and appreciate them and nurture them. Someone that they can jump into their lap and hug and love when things are going on, whether they're having a good day or a bad day, you're safe. You're their safety. You know, and I remember the times that things would go wrong in my life and all I wanted was my mom. All I wanted was her arms because that's what felt safe to me. The world felt safe next to a parent I knew loved me. And so even in the midst of being abused and being hurt, I still looked to them for love and it distorted my perception of what love actually was because the same people who were supposed to love me were so willing and eager in my mind to abuse me. You know, and so kids don't understand. And today we have too many resources to not show them what help looks like, to not get the help that they deserve for us to get, that we deserve for us to get. Because a lot of us are so broken. We're so broken. We're so beat down. And we don't even realize how broken we are until we do something 
irreparable or we get to a place that's so low that all we can do is seek help because we don't know what else to do. We're going to lose our mind. And, you know, there have been things in my life that I have got myself involved in because of that dysfunction. There were things that I gravitated towards in my life because of that dysfunction. And so I just want you guys to take note of that. We all have our journeys. I was just saying this to my aunt the other day. You know, no matter what it is that we are experiencing in this life, we are on a journey. And everything that we're meant to do is a part of our experience in totality. There's not one thing that we're meant to do that defines us. It's every single thing we were brought here to do that defines us holistically. So yeah, we might birth children, but our sole purpose here is not to be a parent, or at least not all of us. You know what I'm saying? Most of us have a journey beyond those children. You know, our sole purpose in life is not to be a wife or to be a business owner, you know, or to be a sister. Our purpose and our journey is holistic. Everything makes up who we are. So we have to be mindful of that too when we look at other people and the role that they play in our lives. We are just a we are just a thing on their journey. We're just on their radar, but there's so much more for them to do. And we just have to pray that people get the right resources and that we continue to educate ourselves enough and educate the people around us and identify when there are issues so that we can help where we can. Because that is significant too. We have so many people that buy stand that don't actually speak out when they see stuff wrong. You have to speak out. And you know, this actually could have been a whole podcast, but I wanted to just really touch on that a little bit. And we can definitely get into a whole podcast on that where I can share more about some of the things that I learned and experienced. But I really wanted to say that because some people need to hear that five minute spiel. Some people need that right now. And if you know somebody out here who needs to hear it, share it with them because that's significant to me. You know, we want to help each other heal. We want to help each other grow. We want to motivate each other. We want to show each other the resources that we are we are out here able to share with one another. We can access. We have access to so much information now. So there's no reason for us to be left out in the cold. We should all be attempting to grow in the areas of our lives where we are deficient. So anyway, we're going to go ahead and get into our interview with Stylist Bella J. Um, I call her J. You'll probably hear me call her J on the podcast. Her name is Jaquel. And you um, also will hear me speaking to a Darius. You, you may hear me call her Dairy. And she um, her business is called Invisishe. And then collectively, their shoe business is called Falsetto Shoes. So I will post all of their information so that you will be able to get in touch with them. And please, by all means, comment, share anything with us that we may not have said, anything you agree with or you don't. And don't forget again to share with a friend and enjoy. All right, ladies. So first of all, let me just say I'm super excited world because <laughs> the, my best is and I am having them on because for one, they are entrepreneurs and they are really 
dope business women, but they also have families. And so I knew that they would relatably be able to talk about what it is that I want to talk about when it came to juggling family and self and all those different things. So it would be a fun conversation. Y'all going to get some laughs and some shenanigans and, you know, some things that you can walk away with that are going to be beneficial to you. So I'm going to have them individually introduce themselves to the world. Who wants to go first? Bella? Bella first. <laughs> of course you will pick me first. So anyway, and T2, hello world. I am Jaquel Green. I go by the moniker of stylist Bella J because I am a personal stylist to women on the go, the everyday woman, the mompreneur, the entrepreneur, the businesswoman, you know, whatever it is that you do, I can help you get your wardrobe together, help style you for special events, photo shoots, um, special occasions and things like that. I also am the co-owner of a shoe boutique called Falsetto Shoes with our other counterpart that's on the um, podcast tonight, Adarius Curry. Um, Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I work full time and yeah, so that's what we're going to get into tonight, balancing and juggling all those things. Um, mm -hmm. Before I pass it over to Adarius, I just want to say, Miss Brown, I did not say anything after I read your book because I was just indeed stuck, but I have to tell the world that for you mm -hmm. to congratulations on mending after the break, honey, because you put your foot in it. And I was just like, I was just stuck afterwards. I was like, I don't know what to say to her because you really put all of your truth on those pages and I appreciate you for that love you for that so I just had to tell the world congratulations to you on your book thank you after the break I, I read the, I, the when the book came in the mail you said y'all check your mailboxes I got the <laughs> book out that weekend and I think I read it the next week and I was just like hmm <laughs> <laughs> so Yes, ma'am. I did read it. Derry, did you read it yet? Now, let me explain to you that I'm on about page 50. Okay. And I just okay. started, like, last night. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, yep. and this has been, like, in my, between my train ride and my naps on the train. I'm like, uh-uh. I got to get this in. Yeah. And I, and I was, I was just stuck. I was like, this is, this is amazing. I, yeah. yeah. But it's so, yeah. funny. I want to hear, I want Derry introduce herself, but it's so funny because as well as the two of you know me, I wondered exactly how it was going to come across, even though you know me and you have been in my life and a part of my life, especially through the last part of that journey, mm -hmm. what it would make you feel like, did you know, or did you, or did it just give you more insight into what it was? So first of all, I have questions, but I'm not going to ask them right now. <laughs> Second of all, <laughs> it, it really gave me some more insight. Some stuff I don't think I knew. That's why I have questions. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, it really just gave me more insight. It's always interesting. You know, we talk to each other all the time. Mm -hmm. We know pretty much everything there is to know about yep. each other. But it's just interesting when you can read it from the person's perspective coming from their own words. Yeah. And it's just like, wow. <laughs> Yeah. I can't wait to talk about that. I can't wait to talk about that. <laughs> okay, Darius, it's your turn. 
Well, hello, hello. I am Adarius Curry. Um, as Ms. Jaquel, Stylist Bella J stated, I am the other half of Falsetto Shoes. Um, I am also the owner of Invent Sheeble, um, which is a self-defense company. Um, it's kind of like Invincible, but it adds the she in there to play on the empowerment of the woman. So um, I started my company pretty much because after I had my daughter, um, you know, you hear so many stories about things happening to people and especially women and children, and it just did not sit right with my soul. So I'm like, if there's something I can do to help you know, one person, two people, you know, if I can help somebody protect themselves from something, then I feel like, you know, I would have made some type of mark. I will have some type of, some, some type of happiness. So that was why I started my company. Um, my goal is to, at some point this year, get certified to actually teach classes. But for now, I'm just, I'm selling self-defense products. Yes. Oh, nice. And listen. Yeah. I know that in the back of her mind, she was like, she better come through here with some product. <laughs> because when I ordered my product, right? And I didn't think she was going to see, right? At first. That it, mm -hmm. it. And I was like, I'm just going to post it, right? And then here she come, because you know, she all extra, hey, boo, thank you for ordering. I'm like, if you don't mind your business, I was post and you know tell the world at the same time but no you know how she do she got to be oh, I'm just, I just want to sit because she just sold everything right <laughs> so uh I was like let me get my life I try to send you know my little packages out and I try to add an extra little bit of love in them so, and I appreciate you both for your orders and I will tell you you know it may seem like just an order but it's the the overall support like y'all have ordered yes but you have you know helped me when I'm like I'm not about to keep doing this I'm tired you know so you know okay. I appreciate the both of you all right because that's about that's kind of like where we're going with this right uh -huh. all the times that you feel like I'm done I'm not doing this I cannot even begin to tell and just even getting back active in the sorority again right I am in this place where I'm like I have no nothing creative there's nothing coming to my spirit to say every day to motivate these people I what what am I supposed to I have nothing like I ain't getting clients fast enough I ain't booking out all my group coaching ain't nobody buying these coffee and convo tickets like <laughs> in my mind I'm like I'm done because you know, and, and maybe, and this is a question for both of you, either one of you can answer it. When you first started, right? And you first said, because you both are very entrepreneurial spirited, because um, we don't really like working for people. This is just the situation we nope, in, right? Not at all. Um, but when you first started, what did that experience look like? Like, what was your level of excitement? Like, did you hit the ground running? Were you up late nights? Like, what was the energy at the beginning of the start of your businesses? Who wants to go first? Dairy, you, me? Okay, I'll hop in. <laughs> um, so I, think, I think, first of all, um, we kind of started our, our shoe business first. So it was almost, to me, a little bit better because we kind of shared the pain or shared the excitement. Mm -hmm. Like, everything was kind of between the two of us. So when mm -hmm. we had rough moments, we would talk it out 
if she knew how to do something and I didn't, then I'm like, yep, that's on your plate. (laughs) (laughs) Something and she didn't want to be bothered with it and I would take it over. So it was kind of a collaborative effort and I think it, it helped the both of us so that when we started our separate companies, it was a little easier to maneuver and know what we were doing. And I think it was just an overall excitement because I think like for me growing up, like being an entrepreneur was so, it felt so out of reach because Mm -hmm. you had Mm -hmm. to, it felt like you had to put more money in, like you had to have inventory and you had to have a building. And, but now everything is so technologically focused. Like you can run your business from your home. You don't ever have to have inventory in your home. So you can start your own business for like, you know, a hundred dollars. You know what I mean? That was unheard of. Yeah. Back in the day. yeah. So it's just the excitement of wow, I have my own company. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like you said, you you get to do things the way you want to do them. You get to have the products that you want to have. So it's just to me an amazing feeling. It has its ups, it has its downs, but overall it's an amazing feeling just mm-hmm. to have your own. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I um sh- I think what I struggle with is the expectation that I set for myself, right? Because then I have these really big goals and not that I don't want the goals, you know, to be high because I expect that of myself, but it's the process to it, you know, that Mm -hmm. process to it and all the steps it takes to get to it. So what was your energy level when you first went in with? So for um, falsetto, it was like, my energy was through the roof with falsetto because we had been talking about it for so many years. And mm-hmm. even like uh, leading up until that point that we actually launched the store, we had been, I think it had been a year close to two years that we had been working mm-hmm. on it in the background, you know, just trying to map out, okay, where are we going to get product from, you know, who we going to get to host the website and you know, mm-hmm. what we going to call it and all this other stuff. So by the time we actually, the night before we launched, which, um, <clears throat> That was like, uh, was it Black Friday? I think we lost. Yeah, I think it and was. So mm-hmm. that, that, the night before, we had been up, and I think we had just so happened to luck up on um, our supplier. And because we had been looking, like, okay, what are we going to do? Are we going to do wholesale, drop shipping, whatever? And we looked up on our supplier, and that night we had been, we were up, like, okay, like adding like hundreds of shoes to the store, right. changing names, figuring out prices. But we were up like happy, like, okay, girl, did you do this? What about this? Can you do this? Or right, if you can't do that, let me know. I can do this. And it was like, it was really exciting. And um, for me, like being an entrepreneur, owning my own business, it was not even a thought that I ever really had. Right. Um, mm-hmm. You know, before maybe, I don't know, maybe 2008 or 2009. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, like Nakia, she had wanted to be um, an event planner. You had started out back then when you're with your event planner, Shanita. So, you know, even then I had, I had, it had never crossed my mind. Mm-hmm. It was just, just wasn't a thought. And then um, when we mapped out the, the business plan and all that, and then once it actually came to fruition, it was just like, wow, like I can do this. And mm-hmm. so then when it came, like Derry said, when it came time to, for me to do, um, my stylist business, Stylist Bella J, you know, it really just became a matter of, okay, let me get comfortable with myself to get, you know, in this social media game and getting in the lives and all that other stuff. You know, Mm -hmm. it really just became a matter of when I was uh, comfortable with it and pushed it out there. But, you know, you know, you would 
send me, Jay, can you find me this outfit? I want to look like this for my birthday. I want to mm-hmm. wear this. And I would be up like hours at night, like searching for stuff. And it didn't bother me one bit. You know, it, it that excited me. So, right, right, right. Yeah, I completely understand you know, the excitement part of it. And when, when you feel that, sometimes you don't feel anything else. You don't worry about don't. the hours that you're putting in. You don't worry don't. about what else is lacking. You don't worry about the lack of sleep. You don't worry no. about none of that. You just want to birth your baby. Yeah. And so so let's, let's, let's expand on that, though, because y'all know when I first started PBC, now y'all know I've been trying to do stuff forever. So I mm-hmm. always had a mind to do something. It may never have mm-hmm. fully come forth because I would have this burst of energy about it and then it would die down. Mm-hmm. And I was pretty much that way about every endeavor. You know, I would come to y'all in a minute like, oh girl, we should do this. Oh, I want to do that. I want to. Yeah. <laughs> Not because I ever, you know, had the mind to be an entrepreneur, but if I want to do something, I didn't feel the need to not. Mm-hmm. And when I started PBC, y'all know I was up all night, every night, mm-hmm. every day. Yeah. Like I had a full functioning operating business within the first 30 days. Mm-hmm. And that is me doing my own website, my own graphics, writing books, just all types of stuff, present- just because my energy was so high for it. I was so excited and I knew it was what I was wanting to do with my life, right? But then there's the shift because mm-hmm. when you go that hard for something that you love, it begins to interfere with how you can show up in your life for everything else. Mm-hmm. Eventually you're going to get tired. Mm-hmm. You are putting so much time and energy into the thing that's exciting your spirit in that moment that other things begin to suffer. Yeah. Right. And the two of you, I mean, I have children, but the two of you have families, like kids and husbands. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that was the kind of take I wanted to get. When you go in, like you said, y'all was up all night, you know, putting prices in, doing all that type of stuff like that. And when you start, when you start to see that impact on your normal life, how do you even how do you even notice that that becomes a challenge for you when you start to see that it's affecting your life? What does that look like when it becomes a challenge? Does that make sense what I'm asking? Yeah. Um, I, I can't say that it was ever really a challenge for me um, to manage everything because I had such a good support system. Mm-hmm. So between dairy pulling the weight when I just simply had to like bow out you know like okay dairy I, I can't no more right or I just I'm blah right now you know I need you to hold it down right or you know even at home with the husband you know like okay babe I gotta uh, like like now I gotta record tonight at in 20 minutes from now so right. I need you to hold it down or, you know, or even if when he's not here, you know, with um with the kids, like, okay, I got to get you fed. I got to get you um, bathed and in the bed because in the, whatever time, you know, I'm mm-hmm. going to be recording. I have to be doing this or that. So, you know, it's it's been a like a huge support system for me. Um, but I, I do also understand the burnout just from a lack of feeling you know sometimes we are so excited about things and like you said we put everything into it and we're giving it all we got and then somewhere some way somehow it just fizzes out and we just like Mm -hmm. 
I don't know what to tell you. That's and the truth. Yeah. So from that mm-hmm. perspective, you know, I have those, that ebb and flow all the time. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's with falsetto. That's with uh, Stylist Bella J. That's with, you know, everything. It's, it just comes from like, okay, I'm doing this. This is what I'm putting out for engagement and people are liking it and I'm getting a huge response. And then next thing you know, it's like, okay, um, yeah, now what? <laughs> I'm bored. And you know, that's just me. Because yeah, I have a, you I do have, have that spirit. Tent- I mm-hmm. have a short attention span, and y'all know that. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> we know. <laughs> so, you know, it's only going to take about four or five weeks, and then I'm like, okay, yeah, so what's, <laughs> what's the next thing? <laughs> what, uh, what about you, Derry, as far as, um, because you, de- you definitely do a lot, and mm-hmm. you have a lot on your plate, and even, you know, even your husband doing his own thing and you supporting Mm -hmm. that effort and Mm -hmm. just all of that. So where does, when do you see the challenge coming in? What does that look like for you? Um, I think initially, like I'll agree with Jay. I think the fact that, like I said before, we would be able to collab. So when one of us had a weak moment, the other one could step in. And Mm -hmm. I think that helped me a lot, but I think initially like, you know, as said before, it's the excitement and it's the, I got to do this. I got to make sure I do that. So what I was doing was I would come home. Now this is after working and being gone from home 12, 13 hours a day. Mm -hmm. And then I would come home and, you know, my husband's watching TV, my daughter's playing or watching TV and I'm working. Mm -hmm. And it kind of became, I think the challenge for me was I didn't feel like I was spending enough time with them. Like I'm already gone all day for work because my commute is so long. Mm -hmm. So it kind of became the point of, okay, I have to balance a little better, Mm -hmm. but in the same token, it, I still need to do what I need to do. So it kind of got to a point where I would try to spend time with them until it's like, you know, okay, they're asleep. Now I'll do what I need to do. And then Mm -hmm. that brings another challenge that, Obviously, I don't get the sleep that I need. Yeah. Um, but then I've always been a night owl. I've never gotten the sleep that I actually need. Look, but, we don't um, get into that. Uh huh. <laughs> but you know, it, it still makes me feel bad. Or even like I said, my commute is long, so some yeah. things I need to do. I try to take care of it on the train. You know, yeah. things like yeah. that. So it was just a trying to balance it better, and I'm. Still trying to figure it out because, you know, we've had a a lot going on with moving and everything. So it's like some things, you know, have fallen off a little bit and I know I need to pick back up or, you know, like we would start off and, you know, we had a strict schedule of posting on this day. We're going to post this. The next day we're going to post this. You post this. I post this. And then life happens. So it's kind of like okay, well, I meant to post earlier today, but then I forgot. So what now? You know what I mean? Yeah, because you you, you disappear, you lose engagement, unfortunately. Unfortunately. So, you know, it's just the the ups and downs kind of of finding your way, finding your rhythm. And I'm a a very, I call my self-proclaimed scatterbrained person. So, you know, I might be working on something two days later. I'm like, woo wee, 
I forgot I was. <laughs> but you know what, too? I think it's significant in what you said is finding your way. And mm-hmm. so allowing people who are navigating this space of if they're just coming in and they don't have as much time in the game as we do, or they have more time in the entrepreneurial space than we do, and they're mm-hmm. still trying to figure it out. It's just all about trial and error and continuing to reset because mm-hmm. your life is never going to always be the same. Right. You know, and so like for me, I occupy a space where I have to run on a schedule because I don't have that support system. Mm-hmm. So for me, I know that if I don't get Alana in the bed by a certain time, it's going to throw off everything else that I have going on because I can only do me if I take a day off from work or if I lay her down and I have my days of the week mapped out on what's going to be what. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, for me, I started to do things where I will put more front end time in at the job so that I could take a Friday off and do whatever I need to do for me or just to have a moment or some nights I'll just be like I'm tired hell with all of it I'm getting ready to shut down at eight o'clock and I'm going to bed <laughs> like I had to put myself in that space because I am I'm not uh I guess I can say I'm scatterbrained like dairy I guess I could say that because I will take on a hundred things at once but I am also the person like I will not rest until something is done, which means if I don't have, if I can't go to bed till one and I know little mama going to be in here at six 30, tell me some, hi mommy. (laughs) I'm going to have to be, you know, I'm on that task. It's even like last night prepping for this week's podcast. I was up till one o'clock because, Oh, I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do this. And I realized for me that it shows up because the amount of time that I get to spend with her suffers a little bit or I start to feel some guilt. And so then I have to start to juggle and shuffle and shift Mm -hmm. because I am really the primary person that has to invest and pour into her. So I think too, like you said, it's support system. Like both of you said, it's also schedule. Mm -hmm. and It's also priority. So that was one of the things that I wanted to kind of ask y'all too, as far as priority, when you start all these business ventures, because that's who you are and that's what you want to do. And now you've actually committed because you've put the money in, you've put the time in, you've registered businesses. This is it. This is what you want to do. You know, this is it. Right. Mm -hmm. How do you even, how do you begin to navigate prioritizing the things that are in your heart to do that feed your soul and all the things that need you and require you? I think that at times for me, like it can be a bit selfish because I'm not even thinking about, you know, those other things. I'm not thinking about family and, you know, and Mm -hmm. those, all that other stuff. I'm thinking about, okay, this is what I want to do. I'm excited about it. Let me jump on it. Let me get into it. Mm -hmm. And that's really what takes precedence a lot Mm -hmm. of times. And um, I don't, like, I've never had the complaint of, like, okay, Jay, you need to pull back because you're doing too much mm-hmm. and this is lacking at home or this is lacking with the kids or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I just kind of find a way to juggle and balance it all. But mm-hmm. then, as you said, something does suffer in, in that space. You know, yeah. it's the self-care that suffers. You know, yeah. maybe your full-time job is suffering because you're like, well... Yeah, later for that. Yeah, I gotta do this. Right, that's not your priority. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. So, um, 
yeah, it definitely can be a bit selfish at times. Um, that I, I will admit and I do recognize. Um, so yeah, you just, like you said, you know, you have to, um, pull back and scale back and remember what's important to you. You know, like you said, like the second Makai is out of my sight, then I'm just like, Oh Lord, where is he? Yeah. Is he sleep? <laughs> you know, I want to kiss all over him. But when he's right here talking a mile a minute, I'm like, okay, go play. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like yeah. those things where you have to balance, like when you can get that time in and you, ha you have that space to make that time, you know, put the most into it right. so that when you're off doing, other things when you're off being mompreneur and all this other stuff you know you can give that the right amount of energy without feeling that guilt without feeling right. that something is lacking without feeling that you're depriving someone of something right but the reality is do you ever really do you ever really get to be in a space where something isn't lacking when you're no. an ambitious no when you you know an ambitious woman that has her own goals and stuff like how in the world do you function two businesses a full-time job children and husbands I mean because that's the situation that you both are in I only yeah. have one business and one child and just me and her and I don't really <laughs> worry about my care and what I need when I get home I mean you know I can eat on the go and I ain't got to really cook nothing because she mm -hmm. and so um even even though there's still that juggling right but something is always going to have to have a little less because I don't yeah. actually see I look okay so even as a coach right I always have to say the balance and you, you know, give y'all the, the little phony baloney, what people say online about balance and all that kind of stuff, right? Like that. The, but the truth is, is that something is always going to be out of whack when you are a person that is goal oriented and doing a whole lot of stuff and having a lot of responsibilities, but it really is up to you to shift priorities around as your life changes so that mm -hmm. the that need your attention can get the attention right yeah and I think that's another part of it too you know yeah we're juggling businesses and husbands and kids and all these other things full-time jobs but then we also have to juggle all of that within itself and say okay let me reset let me reprioritize let me get back on it here or there so you know, honestly, I don't even know how we do it, to be quite honest with you. I know half of it, more than half of it wouldn't be possible if I didn't have a Darius. So I don't even know right. what to tell you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and you, I don't even know, Shanita, I don't know how you do it. Like, are there two of you? Like, because you're like on autopilot, like 100% of the time. I honestly don't know how you do it. And you I have, you have a, like a little, little one like a Darius does. So I, I honestly don't know how y'all do it. I don't know. It is. Hey, listen, <laughs> like <laughs> lost for work. what I will say is that in this space and on this journey, what I have learned so that I'm not fatigued is to listen to my body, mm -hmm. understand my limitations and to be still. And I don't have to move on every single wild hair that pops out of my scalp when I get an idea. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? To be obedient to the space that I'm in. Like, if I get an idea to write another book, I know 
that I don't have the bandwidth for that right now. So that mm-hmm. could just be God saying, hey, 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 this is something I want you to do. Now I can make the plan to navigate that because I have to make sure I'm good. So I'm mentally and prepared to even do that, right? Because mm-hmm. if you're not rested and well taken care of and poured into in full, all your black girl magic ain't going to be in whatever you touch. That's true. Right? Mm-hmm. You see? So I think it comes down to the priorities being your faith, navigating that space and continuing to keep God first yourself. Because if you keep those two things first, everything else gets fullness of you. Mm-hmm. Because you started mm-hmm. with the two most important things, right? Right, right. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that's, that's an important right. order and priority. Yeah, and I if know. you put those things first, then yeah, like you said, other things will. They don't have no choice. But to yeah, fall no, they line. have to fall. Because I think you start to have a little bit more clarity around what it is that you want to do. Like, you know, I say about lists. We all have lists. We all have those to-do things that we want to do, right? But when we start to get that clarity of who we are, that clarity of our cells and what we want to do, some of those things on that list are going to be like, oh, I really don't want to do that. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, that was just a little something I was thinking about, but that ain't important. This thing up here is more important, so I'm gonna cut yeah. this off. Mm-hmm. That yeah. to do list starts to get smaller. Mm-hmm. So I think that would be the first thing I would say if somebody needed to get to a place where they couldn't understand the significance of or how to begin to maneuver dealing with juggling the expectations that are imposed upon them from their external sources and the expectations imposed upon them by themselves mm-hmm. and the things that they desire. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the schedule, right? Because <laughs> everybody's schedule is crazy. Mm-hmm. And you know, self-care is like a really big thing, you know, something that we just talked about and what I feel is always kind of the primary thing that keeps everything else into perspective. When you, when do you notice that you're actually lacking and that you're not actually implementing self-care the way that you should? You can, you go first, Derry. Yeah, I can run in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> look, for once, look, in this yes, circle for once. Yes, come through, Bella, come through. <laughs> um, I, I think for me is I can tell the difference in my attitude because I think, mm when I haven't had enough time for myself or, you know, a moment to breathe for myself, everything irritates me. Like the smallest Mm -hmm. thing. If I'm on the way to the train station and somebody cuts me off, then, you know, it's, I'm ready to act crazy. Mm -hmm. Or I get to work, I have an attitude with anybody who emails me. Or, (laughs) you know, little things like that. And so... That's when I know for myself, I just have to take a moment, like just do something for myself to kind of calm it down and figure out what, you know, what the issue is. So maybe it's that I'm overwhelmed or, you know what I mean? So if it's Mm -hmm. no more than, you know, going to the mall, having some time to myself, or like I said the other day, you know, for the most part during the week, you know, you're ripping, you're running, you hop in the shower, you wash up, you know, you wash yourself you get out. But like, you know, for me, I'll 
you know, every now and then take me some time and take me a super long shower mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know, think and pray and do all those things I need to do and my, you know, sing a couple tunes, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know? Put your karaoke on. <laughs> Get, get, yes, get my Whitney Houston popping. And, then, you know, so little things like that. I, I think for me, that's the big thing. When I, when everything bothers me, then I know I need, I'm, I'm, I need some time to myself. Yeah. Yep. Now, what about you, Bella? Um, I completely agree. Like when nothing can make me happy, <laughs> when everything and everybody irritates my soul and I'm just like, you know, like I'm already a short fuse, but when I'm like, snapping at everything <laughs> and anybody for any little thing like like I said nothing can make me happy like everything is just wrong right. and nothing is right yeah that's when I noticed like okay I need to regroup recenter and get my life together before I hurt myself or somebody else and it's just not necessary and so it's right. like I ain't got no bail money I ain't got no bail money <laughs> and so you know like Derry said it could be something as little as okay I, I need to go to Starbucks and get my frappuccino yeah. or you know I need uh-huh. let me go let me go to this cupcake because it's been on my mind <laughs> yes God yes God won't even cupcakes and wine <laughs> <laughs> yes let me pour that let me pop that cork on that wine because I need to pour it in the glass and get it down you know it's just something simple like that or even like Derry said turn on the music you know that I know is gonna make me happy at the moment it could be gospel could be hip-hop old school army oh, yeah. you know whatever you know whatever it is and it's just like you know it could be something little go get my nails done or go get my hair done or just Babe, I need to watch this show for an hour uninterrupted, please. This is us is about to come on at nine o'clock. I don't need no interruption. Oh my gosh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just something so simple like that. Like yes. and it'll be like, okay, yeah, that's what I needed to get me through. Yes. I um I'm I can piggyback on both those things. You know, I just got all this new responsibility at work and before <laughs> listen to me y'all before all of that kicked in the the thing is I've been a lead for a long time so that's not it that's not it what it is is stupid customers Uh Mm -hmm. and incompetent people who do something for many years and are not quite you know but I'm I'm not on that soapbox (laughs) and when I say that for the last week I've been going in two weeks like it don't even matter if I, I had a whole cup of coffee. Don't talk to me. Don't send me an email. Don't walk up on my desk. Don't walk over to my team. Don't you even address them about a task that you didn't talk to me about. For. Oh, my God. When I say that I have been a loose, wild cannon. <laughs> I mean, and really all the time, too. Like, I ain't got Julian in the lot of and uh, y'all know how that looks so basically basically what you said is we need to get the bail money prepared that's what you say i said look all the evolution of this woman ain't manifesting itself up in that job these last two weeks okay? and that's how i knew like i've been on the go i've been busy it does affect my business when i'm tired it affects my creativity mm-hmm. it, it affects my ability to be able to really deliver on the things that are important to me i don't think very straight um i'm tired with the thought of having to do something that i don't have a choice but to do Mm. and that's when i know that i have to pull back from everything i make it a point to go to the spa i've been going to the spa more than ever you know like i'm like dairy 
I'm in, I'm trying all types of new stuff. I'm all on Groupon. Like, oh, let me go try this. What they got over here. They got some kind of, some kind of thing. I'm going to try that. So uh, like dairy, light my candles, get in the shower, turn all the lights off and just, you know, pray. I'll go downstairs and get on the treadmill for an hour. And y'all know, I was talking to God the whole time. Yeah. You know, to get that clarity and to get back focused. And like I said, making myself shut down because everything is a distraction. When you run in your business, and especially when it's web-based, you will be attached all day. Like, oh, did somebody respond? What did yes, this? and oh, that's the other this. thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't separate yourself. You can't. You can't. With your nine to five, it's like... When I leave, that is it. I will see mm-hmm. you. Yeah. But it's your own. It's it's a constant. It's a constant go. Consistent. Right. It's consistent. Look, that's why Henny looked at me that day like, Yes, yeah. What, what you doing? Like you yeah. can't talk to us. I'm like, Henny, you just don't know, girl, how this phone runs my life now. Yeah. Like it was bad before. Y'all know it was bad before. It's worse now. Yeah, you're right. You're so right. So applying those limitations to yourself. Okay, so Let's come back a little bit to center and talk about some of the things in your transition and in the consistent balance. Cause I think that's kind of what we're telling people, right? That you can have the excitement. You can, you can do it all. You can have the business and the family, but you have to be able to prioritize and you right. have to make sure that you care for yourself. But if you could talk to your beginner entrepreneur self before you began, and you could give her some advice, what would you tell her with the family, with the full-time job, with other responsibilities, with having to make sure that she's the number one priority in her life? What would you tell her to help her transition into entrepreneurship be smoother than maybe what you may have experienced? (laughs) I would say, as always for me, it's always time management for me. Mm -hmm. I would just tell myself that you have got to be stricter with yourself on managing your time. Like, I'm, and and also organization. Mm. Like, I, it's like I know what I need to do things easier. And I'm so all over the place. Like, I I call myself having, um, like, project ADD. Like, I'll start working on something. And then I'm like, meh. I work on this for five minutes and then I'm kind of over it. So I switch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah. the issue is that nothing is ever completed like I need it to be completed. So, you know, if I managed my time a little better, like we know the whole thing, you know, you set up for the week on Sunday and then each night before you make sure everything is, you know, laid out. And, and that helps you have more time for things during the day. You rush less. Yeah. And, you know, things are just more organized. They run more smoothly. And that is still one thing that I have not mastered. So <laughs> I would tell my current self and younger self to figure it out. Get yeah. you a schedule and actually use it. Like, don't just, you know, buy some journals and some schedules and let them sit there and look pretty with your cute little pins like I like to do. Actually, Me too. You can take pictures and post them on social media. Like, I'm getting my schedule together because you lying. Right, right. 
you know? So, I mean, I, I have my list. I have my to-do list. I'll come up with, ooh, I'm going to use this tool to do this, and I'm going to make this list of this. And I get excited, and I create it, and then it collects dust. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So my, my issue is the utilization of, you know what I mean? What I Me what too. I need to put into place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, though? Um, I definitely agree with Derry. Um, <clears throat> yes, time management, and um, you know, I'm not a planner. I'm a doer. So mm-hmm. I'm not. Uh, and don't ask me how I made it as an analyst for so long, but I'm not. Uh, you know, a numbers data person I'm just a creative person and so that's what drives me and so the minute that is not there then it's like okay what is it so I would tell her you know just jump out there and do it don't let anything stop you do it and give it all you got but at the same time prepare and plan for the things that you want you know what I'm saying take the time to plan out how you your vision for how you see your business going where you want it to be um what things look like in your uptime, what things look like in your downtime um, and mm-hmm. things like that, you know, just yeah. that, just more of that in, in the, in the numbers, in the game type of type of planning and uh, strategy, because, you know, that's so not me, but it's so necessary. Yeah. It's funny because I am a bit in both places. So I'm super duper creative, mm-hmm. I'm super, super a doer. <clears throat> And being that person with a business does not allow me to be as organized enough to work on a schedule. And it's almost why I don't schedule my posts and things like that. Mm -hmm. Because for me, I like to move on how I feel. Me too. You know what I'm saying? Me too. And I think that when I come from that place, I'm even more creative in the words that I say connect differently than if I was just scheduling a bunch of posts out mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying because it's something in I'm literally in that minutes before something comes out I'm literally writing what I'm feeling mm-hmm. so it has created a very hard situation for me because I have moved so swiftly on how I felt and I didn't allow myself to plan it. And then Mm -hmm. I got burnt out because it was so many pieces to it. I didn't have mapped out. I didn't have it in actionable, small steps. Y'all have heard me say that. Yes. Create those actionable, small steps Mm -hmm. to your bigger goals. So you don't get overwhelmed when you're trying to do stuff. If I had to tell my younger self that it would be that and everything you think and feel is not for today. Like right. God may not have it for you to do it right now. It just may be something he wants to give you insight into that you will do, that you will be capable of as anything. When you walk in, in your purpose, right? It is already revealed to you in multiple stages of your life. You only get to fully walk it out when you're ready to receive all that mm-hmm. comes with it. Yeah. So in my opinion, those are the things that I would tell myself is like Derry said, don't just have a plan of being cute. You mm-hmm. really have to have a planner and not overwhelm yourself with all the things you want to do. And like Jay said, you have to know what you want your business to look like, because if you don't know what you want it to look like, you'll be driven by all these small tasks that may not get you to the place you actually want to be. Mm-hmm. So it's a, 
it's such a big thing when you put it all into perspective, but it's also very simple. Pray about it and be led about what it looks like. Map it out in whatever way makes sense to you that helps you do it and then break the task down to get you to the point that you want to be. And when you feel overwhelmed, another thing for me is knowing you don't have to do it all right now and you don't have to do it by yourself. Mm -hmm. There are so many resources available for people who are entrepreneurs. And that's another thing for me. I probably have spent a lot more money on help than the, you know, than, than anybody else I know besides probably nay, because I need people to be doing things on my behalf when Mm -hmm. I can, because I have this small window of time that I'm able to not pay attention to my two-year-old and do the things I need to do to grow my business. Yeah. So, you know, don't feel like there isn't somebody out there that can't have your back, that can't see your vision, um, or they'll be like Latrice and be amazing and you can't afford them. (laughs) (laughs) She's like literally the only person that ever was in my head and I never had to tell her anything. Like she literally was Mm -hmm. in my head the entire time we worked together. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, I've never, I've never had anybody that delivered the way she did. Mm -hmm. Never, never. So, um, oh, sorry. No, no, no. So go ahead. That was my, my notes to myself. I also think that, um, and Shanita, I know we've talked about this. Barry, you can uh, chime in and just, you know, let us know if you've experienced this, but we've gotten so into the doing and getting it done. And then we're just going, 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 doing, doing, doing. And then at some point you sit back and you look, you look like, okay, well, what is this all for? What am I getting back in return from this? What is the return on investment from all this stuff that I'm doing, all these things that I'm creating and all these thoughts that I'm having and all this time I'm putting in. And then you just like, okay, well, what now? And um, then at the same time, while I've been experiencing that, I've experienced, you know, it's all these subliminals, you know, it could be somebody put up a post. It could be Shanita, uh, just did a little video re- uh, recording. It could be Derry just put up a quote. You know, we sharing something in our group message or, you know, somebody share a word. And it's just like, you know, you want to quit, but don't. And, mm-hmm. you know, you want to give up, but don't. You want to stop, but don't. And it's just like all these little things that's just telling you, you know, to keep going. Mm-hmm. And, um, the you know, the people that you do have engaged, your fan base, your followers, your um. And, you know, when they're like, okay, you know, well, what's going on with this? Or what's going on with that? Or are you still doing this? You still doing that? You know, they looking for you now that you've been out there. So yeah. it's just a lot, a lot that goes into it <clears throat> when you start thinking like, okay, well, yeah, well, I'm about done with this or yeah. I'm tired of this or, yeah. you know, what for? So, you know, Derry, I don't know, maybe, maybe you've experienced that as well. Yeah, and I agree because it's like you, you know, you take so much time and effort and, you know, money for certain things. And sometimes it can be discouraging if, you know, you post something and you think it's awesome and you get two likes. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, you pay for an ad and nobody, you know, like it it doesn't have the engagement that you hoped it would have, Mm -hmm. you know, things like that make it you know it makes you question like why am I doing this or should I keep doing this or whatever the case is but then like you say there's always some kind of message that you know has a keep going type feel to it and and I try to 
um, my thing on, um, you know, on Mondays for us is I always try to post something motivational. And I guess it's the cliche Monday motivation, you know, mm-hmm. but I feel like sometimes, yes, I post it for other people, but sometimes I need that post for myself. I need to hear, I need somebody to tell me. So, you know, I'm like, well, let me go ahead and post this because it's probably somebody that this can help other than myself. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But and yeah, sometimes that. it's a struggle to keep pushing, but you, you know, you try to look at the bigger picture and what you started doing it for, you know, you, you're doing it because you have a love for something or a passion for something. So, you know, oftentimes that kind of supersedes the disappointment, you know? Yeah, it does. Cause it, it ends up pushing you to continue on. And like Jay said, I can't, there have been a number of times on this journey that I've been like, okay, Lord, I literally have a full functioning store on my website. (laughs) There should be income coming in from everywhere. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, there are times where I'm like, okay, I see coaches that are not even a fraction. And y'all know, I ain't no vain person. I ain't never been, Mm -hmm. but I know that I'm dope. Okay. Well, you know that, you know, Mm -hmm. I know that I know that I know. And it's funny because I will see people that I don't feel have nearly the content that I have out here winning. So something else that I would impart is that the the small and mighty number of people who show up for you and look for you and, and are impacted by what you do, that's what should push you, right? Mm-hmm. Because social media is full of people who pretend to be genuinely and authentically in the same space that you are and they are not. You have to rest in a confidence of your uniqueness and continue to move towards the goals that you have for your business, which ties right back into what Bella was saying is that it's important that you know what those are Mm -hmm. because that's what's going to have to drive you to continue to move forward and being concerned and cautious and mindful of who is in your circle because we don't have best friends that are not rooting for us or right you know backing us up or giving us a word of encouragement or saying girl you did really good with this thing keep going with that or you know I really love what you're doing with this keep doing that or just sharing out your information or whatever the case may be to support you that also is something else that I would tell my younger self, just be mindful of who is in your corner, you know, because mm-hmm. that can make a break you, that can make a break you continuing. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, so are there any other parting final words you would want to share as far as your journey to entrepreneurship and anything that you may have struggled with or suffered with or wanted to share that we didn't kind of touch on I have one thing oh go ahead Derry. no 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 go ahead babe um I was just say um one challenge um especially uh, when you have a service-based business, you know, people want information. They want to know what you know. They want to know how to do what you do. They want you to help them out, but nobody wants to pay. Mm. <laughs> and, you know, I can style all day for free. And mm-hmm. most of the times that's what it is. It's for free just because it's a passion. It's what I love to do. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's about your bottom line. And 
you know, you want to be compensated for the things that you do and the skills that you bring to the table. So, you know, know your worth, set your prices and don't be afraid of that. If people want you, if they want your skills, if they want your services, if they want your products, they will pay. And don't be afraid of that. Don't be able, don't be afraid to, you know, put your foot down. That's right. Yeah. Because I've had a lot of people that I, um, have interfaced with like when I when I first came out my prices were high mm-hmm. like I I think we had this conversation all of us mm-hmm. and I was like I'm not changing my price I don't care <laughs> this, you know this is what it costs and it was funny because as I transitioned you know I dropped them a little bit but only for the sake of finishing up my training and all that other stuff because I'm in a space where I want to attract certain clientele. Mm-hmm. And you gotta you gotta have some skin in the game to take it seriously, right? Right. And when people can get you and you're so accessible and you're doing so much for free, they don't value what you bring to the table. Very true. true. And also when you charge twenty dollars for something that should be a thousand dollars, people understand that you're charging twenty dollars and it should really be a thousand dollars and they still looking at you sideways because they trying to understand why you giving it for twenty dollars if it's really worth a thousand dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what I mean? So you have to be detached from what other people think mm-hmm. and be confident in what it is that you're charging. Or else you're gonna put that lack of confidence out in the universe and you're not gonna attract people that can afford to pay right coins that you say you're worth because they're gonna feel the energy that you don't really believe you're worth it. Yeah. Right. Yep. Agreed. Yep. I have been through that. I was like, uh uh-uh, honey. And I've had coaches be like, oh you charging that much? And yes. And I'm gonna tell you <laughs> who who will check me on a low price? Calvina. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't feel that price in my spirit. I don't. I don't. <laughs> like add a couple zeros to that, please. I remember one day I said something like, "Oh, I'm gonna charge one twenty five for my hour coach." And she was like, "I feel more like two seventy in my spirit." I, I, really <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I feel two seventy in my spirit. Let me take that. I'm gonna. <laughs> Okay, so what I really wanted to achieve with our conversation was just to for you guys to maybe get a little something from each other and from me and something that we can impart on other people who come out in this space and really struggle and suffer with things and how to understand the balance and the necessity of still putting themselves first and being able to understand their priorities with their families and all those things. I hope that we did that. Do you feel like we did that? I feel like we you, accomplished you that. You can let me get my benediction in. Get your, oh, do your benediction, oh, yeah. boo. Do it, girl. Get your benediction in. Take your time. No, my last thing is I think um, uh, the last thing for me was, you know, you have the whole, just, you know, stay encouraged and everything. But the big thing for me was being knowledgeable. Because mm-hmm. in my business, um, the whole thing is, is I'm, I'm selling things that can be dangerous, okay? Mm-hmm. So I have to know certain things. People ask me, well, if I'm looking for pepper spray, what's the best kind? Or if I'm looking for a stun mm-hmm. gun, what's the better kind? So I had to 
do some research in order to be able to answer these questions, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I try to, to um, also to not only give the product, but give information on the product. So I'm not just going to, you know, sell the pepper spray. I also have, you know, instructions on how to use it. Yeah. So mm -hmm. that, you know, okay, good. You have pepper spray on your keychain, but what happens when, you know, somebody runs up on you, you don't know how to use it because I guarantee most people aren't just playing with their pepper spray for kicks and giggles. Right. So, you know, just certain things like that. I try to give as much. I had to, to learn information so that I could help others be knowledgeable as well. Then also it's certain things like there are certain states that don't allow pepper spray to be shipped. So, you know, different laws and things like that. I had to um, do some research and some learning on my own. So I think if you have certain businesses, you have to make sure that like you went for your coaching, you know, mm -hmm. or things like that. You have to do what you have to do to be knowledgeable about the products and the services that you're providing. Mm -hmm. yeah, you know, don't just set your business up and be like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that without knowing what you're selling, you know? Yeah, that's oh, so yeah. important. Oh, yeah, because yep. pe people are going to ask, right, which is why I thought it was so significant to go to go for coaching, because even though there's no real governing body for what I do, you don't need a certification, you can just do it. If you know you want to do something with quality, then you can't be afraid to invest. Mm -hmm. And you can't be afraid to continue to invest because in what you do, Darius, always going to be something new that comes out. It's going to be always something new. You need some training on when you start, you know, when you open up your studio and you start te teaching these classes, you're going to always need to be ahead of what the regulations and what the rules are for where you are and all those different things. You may need to continue to stay up on your certifications. Right. Don't be afraid. You know, I could have easily, just like you could have just been like, I'm going post my post and that's going to be it. I'm going to blog and that's going to be it. You took it a, another step and like, let me get my certification. And yeah. I feel the same way. Like I have a black belt. I could easily go somewhere and be like, I have a black belt. I want to start a class. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nine times out of 10, somebody would let me. Yeah. But in my head, I'm like, I haven't been to a karate class in years. So I'm not just going to step, especially when it comes to something that could, you know, alter someone's life you know yeah. what I mean mm -hmm. so if I'm gonna teach it I'm not just gonna teach it so I can get some money I'm gonna teach it so if somebody tries to kidnap you you know what to do you know yeah. what I mean right yeah. I feel like that's nothing to play with so in my head I'm gonna go get the certification so that I can make sure I'm knowledgeable enough to be able to pass that knowledge on to the people I'm teaching that's right mm -hmm. I mean I, I think it makes sense and I think that um even just piggyback on piggybacking on that in evolution and growth, there is always a consistent and constant investment that you have to make in yourself mm -hmm. on every single level. Because if you don't want to remain the same and you always want to enhance and fortify the person that you're becoming, you always have to grow. Right. So there's always a class. There's mm -hmm. always a book. There's always something that you can be doing to grow yourself as a person and to, to enhance the services that you provide to your customers. Yep. And so you can't be afraid of what that looks like. And I don't mean go out here and spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in coaches and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. If that's not where you are, or if that doesn't line up with your spirit, but don't be afraid to invest. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that's, like you said, that's a big thing and, and do it for you because there are coaches out here who are not certified and they make a whole lot more money than I do because they're popular. 
Mm-hmm. So it, it wasn't the thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars that I spent last year on making sure I was who I needed to be for anybody else other than me and how it was going to make me feel and the representation I wanted to present to my clients, you know, current and present. This is what I did in order to be able to help you do what we're getting ready to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, that makes sense. Yep. Okay, love. So, anything you you did you open the doors? Did you open the doors of the church? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're gonna get a good benediction. Please do um, tell everybody where they can find you. Y'all know y'all coming back on, and we probably gonna cut up and do some shenanigan type stuff. Yeah. you know i do I all of, for me i mean you know we can do the, the christian save stuff too but you know i do that with a whole lot of other people so i would like <laughs> to have a little you know have my best friends come on and cut up a little bit um and so people come see, down look me see too. all my facets because i'm saved but i cut up <laughs> <laughs> So we don't want to have no mistakes out here. I don't want nobody to be like, uh-uh, because she was just talking about Jesus the other day and we'll continue to talk about Jesus. <laughs> um, so let's just keep that Like real. the Lord loves me and okay, my I'm a whole and complete person. And guess what? Sipped wine this whole recording. Okay. Oh, okay. So I'm just letting y'all know. You know, people be all in the, get the visuals. Like, we did though. Okay. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. Um, so let um everybody know where they can find you guys and get your products and services. Um, I uh my website is www.inventshebel.com. That's I N B as in Victor, I N S H E B as in Boy L E dot com. Um, and I'm also on Facebook, Instagram. Pinterest and I just started a Twitter account yesterday Um, (laughs) but yeah so all of it spelled the same way invincible Um, and then we have falsetto Um, we are on uh, we are falsetto.shoes that is the website no.com just falsetto.shoes and that's f-a-l-s-e-t-t-o um we also are on instagram <laughs> with the same handle um and pinterest Did oh i didn't know y'all was on pinterest yes yeah, oh, girl. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness i'm gonna have to follow y'all on pinterest that's because i don't get on it too t- too much <laughs> all right bella okay so as Derry just said she told y'all where you can find us for falsetto shoes um, you can find me and my styling business, my styling services. You can find out more information. Um, my website is bellaj.style. That's B-E-L-L-A, the letter J, dot style, S-T-Y-L-E. Um, on social media, I am on Facebook and Instagram at Stylist Bella J. Yay. So I love you guys. And I'm grateful for your presence in and around my life for the last, I don't even know how many years and beyond. Yes, ditto, 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 ditto. <laughs> and um, we shall do this again. We shall. Because we shall. there are so many things we didn't get to talk about since we were focused on family, self, and entrepreneurship. But whoa, there are so mm-hmm. many things to discuss. Mm-hmm. Let us know when yes. the next topic is coming. Pull y'all up and have my wine. That's ready. A, because I don't yes. know how you come to. How do you come to my <laughs> podcast without a glass? Well, no. Well, 
<laughs> I am on my summertime fine journey right now. So you know I am. Mm-hmm. Not partaking in certain things at certain times. You know, mm-hmm. I cheat a little here and there. But you know, shh, don't tell Paul. My trainer, don't tell him that. And look, speaking of Darius, you gotta send me my um, slip me that passport. <laughs> All right, y'all. We love y'all. Thank y'all. Love y'all. Love you, Chinooka. Bye. I really hope you guys enjoyed the time that I spent with my besties and the time that they shared with you. As we cut up a little bit, but really talking about something that I think a lot of us struggle with, and that is really just balancing everything, even if you're not an entrepreneur, right? Balancing the things you want to do, balancing all the things you're responsible for, balancing all the people who need you, along with balancing you because you need you. And so I thought that was really significant because I talked to a lot of people and I was one of those people and still at times struggle with being able to just find the ground that is solid enough to really still thrive and give myself the things I need to keep going, you know. And so I wanted to share that with you guys and let you hear it from someone else's someone else's perspective. So I hope that was helpful. And again, please share with a friend that may need to hear So before we close out, I just want to say that I am really excited about June 1st. For those of you who are not following me and a reminder for those of you who are, I actually have a seven day free challenge that starts June 1st called Back to Basics. So it's on the website um, www.purposefullybecoming.com without the E backslash B the number two the letter B. So B2B. There you can get on the list to become a part of the group of individuals who are going to be um, a part of the challenge. And it really is just helping us get back to the core of who we are as people. I'm really excited about it. Um, I'm only going to take about five more people just because I want it to be manageable. And for everyone to really feel like they have a space to feel safe and to talk and communicate amongst the other people. I really like to cultivate those types of spaces. So definitely um, hop on the list if you want to be a part of that um, while there's still spaces available. And also the group coaching program for July starts up the six week group coaching program, uh, change perception. Of course, you know, my coaching program that is quarterly and will be starting in July. If you want to be a part of that, definitely pay your deposit and get on my calendar for a call so we can just verify that you want the same things out of the program that the program provide. And that way you'll fully get what it is that you need to get. All the information is on the website under the events tab. And lastly, my anniversary is this month for Coffee and Convo, which has been rebranded to Coffee and Cupcake Chats. Uh, We are going to be meeting May 25th at the coffee shop in Laurel, Maryland. If you are in the area, don't miss out. I'm giving away some treats um, to all the ladies who attend. And this will be our last time hanging out at the Ragamuffin Coffee Shop. We will be switching over to a new place as we rebrand and try to take the coffee and combo on the road so that people all around and all the people who follow and want to be participants actually get a chance to be a part of it so anyway I love you guys for always rocking with me supporting me 
um, understanding that the brand is a part of my soul and I am giving you from my soul everything that I feel you need to thrive, revive, renew, restore yourself so that you can live that elevated life that you are so deserving of. I love you guys. Don't forget to hop on social media. Follow me on all my handles. Hop on the mailing list if you aren't on there. And I will see you guys on the other side. Have a very blessed week.